This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Well, just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com, and you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, you know, there's been a lot of talk, and some of it here, obviously, in, in recent weeks about the Hall of Fame candidacy of former Giants GM George Young, who is up for the contributor spot this week. So we thought it would be a good time to reach out to someone who knows, and that's one of the game's best linebackers ever, Hall of Famer Harry Carson, who spent his entire career with the Giants and was part of one of the game's greatest core of linebackers, as well as being a nine-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, and Super Bowl champion. Harry, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, pleasure. Harry, I, I know when you first joined the Giants, and that was in 76, um, they were in the midst of, I'll call it a swoon, and I guess that's putting it politely. Um, they were last in the NFC East that year, the next season, and the following season. But when you left, they were one of the game's great powers. Um, George Young took over that team in 1979, and he went on to become a five-time executive of the year. But I know some people out there say, you know, it wasn't George, it was Bill Parcells. How much credit should George Young be given for the turnaround of the New York Giants? Well, I certainly was never in the room when they were discussing draft picks and how to build a team. But if he's the guy at the top who is responsible for bringing in the personnel and changing really the culture of, of the team, uh, George deserves a tremendous amount of credit because it wasn't just Bill Parcells. It, 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 it had to be in terms of personnel being brought in and being able to keep good players and, and you know, work trades that worked out for the organization. That's all George Young as far as I'm concerned. And um, he deserves quite a bit of credit. Harry, what was your first impression of George? You know, when I first saw George, he, he reminded me of a college professor, you know, because <laughs> he, had the, uh, he had the horn rim glasses, a little pudgy, you know, a little balding up top. And, um, you know, he, he looked more like a professor than the general manager of the New York Giants. And, um, you know, George and I have had, we, we had some conversations, some, you know, contract related, some just in, in, um, just in, in passing. And, and the thing that I appreciate about George is he was such a, a, a decent and honorable person. Even though we had our battles when it came to contracts and so forth, I, I think George and I had a relationship. And the relationship was one in which, you know, he was from the Baltimore area. He had coached down in the Baltimore area. I, I, I knew a doctor friend who uh, played for George, uh, you know, years ago. You know, he was just a, a very decent and honorable individual. And one of the things I think that impressed him about me was I always took time you know, during football season, since I was able to vote, I always took time to vote. And there was an absentee ballot because I was always in the New York area. And I think George admired that about me, that I would take the time to 
make my vote count, even though it was an absentee ballot or whatever, uh, you know, he admired that. And, and I admired him. And, you know, I got to know George on a much different level, like, like I said, from, you know, uh, just talking with him about just, you know, small, mundane things. And he had a sense of humor. I remember when I was up for renegotiation for my last contract, and it was a little contentious. And um, George walked into the training room, and I was lying on the table. And just to get on his nerves, I, um, you know, there was a there was a uh, tube of Vaseline that they used to, you know, that the trainers use for, you know, first aid or whatever. And I grabbed the Vaseline and I said, George, here, catch. And I threw it to him. <laughs> and he said, oh, Harry, what am I going to do with that? I said, George, if you're going to screw me, I don't want you to make it hurt. <laughs> and so, as, as I said, it, it's interesting that we had a, a very harmonious um, relationship because he was the guy who, uh, you know, my agent was seeing in regards to was negotiating with in regards to my my contract. But I genuinely liked him. I, I liked what he did with the organization. I, I liked the fact that the commissioner could reach out to him when neither parties of, of the Maras were able to communicate with one another. And Tim Maras' family wasn't communicating with Wellington Maris side of the family and you know it was sort of like a war zone but he was the guy who was put in charge of riding that ship and um, you know I admired that I admired uh, the picks that he made uh, especially you know bringing in Lawrence Taylor and um, eventually uh, bringing in Carl Banks and Gary Reasons to make the linebacking core that I, that I was a part of, one of the you know best linebacking cores in in the National Football League. Um, one of the things that always stood out with George and his wife Lovey is whenever we had a, a game out of town and we'd fly back into Newark Airport, Lovey would be at at the gate or or at the, in the concourse waiting for George. And I used to think to myself, how could this little overweight, chubby, professor-looking guy have this gorgeous woman waiting on him, uh, you know, every time, you know, he, he came in from a, from a trip. So I always admired that. And like I said, I, I, I just appreciated the person that George was when I decided that I was going to uh, retire prior to the uh, 1988 season, I, I invited George out to lunch. And so we went to lunch, and I said, George, I got two things I want to tell you. He said, oh, Harry, what is it now? I said, well, this is my last year, and I want more money. <laughs> he said, okay, and no. And that was it, you know. And we just went ahead, and we enjoyed our, our lunch, and that was it. But, um, you know, he was, he was a great guy. His first pick, of course, Harry, as you know, was Phil Simms, uh, and that there was a lot of booing that day. They got panned in the in, mm -hmm. in the media that day. You got hammered by the press in New York. What did you think of it of the pick when you first heard of it, and what did you think of Sims when you first 
saw him? Well, I, I thought that um, he wasn't a high-profile quarterback, but they must knew something that everybody else didn't know. They had to have known um, the, the quality level of, of a Phil Sims if he's putting behind a, a good, solid offensive line. It didn't necessarily work out initially. You know, Phil was hurt kind of often early in his career, but when he got things rolling, you can understand why they chose Phil Sims as the quarterback to lead the team into the, into the um, you know, I was there when uh, there was a possibility that uh, Bill Parcells was going to be terminated after the uh, 1983 uh, football season when the team went 3-12-1. And, and um, you know, George was willing to uh, work, work through the situation, give Parcells another opportunity to do things his way. Again, you can just say the rest is history. Parcells the ship. He made changes that needed to be made. And uh, we went on to you know a couple of uh, playoffs and then on to the Super Bowl. So, you know, you look at personnel and, and, and who brought it in and, and, you know, what happened during the 80s. And even now, if, um, you know, somebody in heaven asked him, you know, do you think that you should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? He probably would say, oh, you know, I don't need that to validate me. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the reality is, I, I think that he does. He, he does warrant uh, at least very serious consideration uh, for being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because he was a quality individual. He made really good choices in terms of, of the giant organization. And, um, you know, I, I think it... He's responsible for, uh, you know, two, at, at least two championships that the uh, New York football giants have had. Plus, he, he basically sort of fixed that franchise, it seemed, because it's, it's had success and a lot of success since then. Uh, I know... Yeah, I, 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 know. I, I, so I, I think that he, he did it in his own unique way. He didn't, he didn't go out and do a lot of press conferences and all that stuff. He was quite behind the scenes. He, like I said, he was just a quality individual, and um, I enjoyed my experience uh, working with him. He was a man of his word, and he cared about you as a person, not necessarily solely as a football player, but uh, he, was, he was certainly good for the game, and I think he was really good for the NFL and obviously good for the New York football Giants. We're speaking with Hall of Fame linebacker Harry Carson on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at @talkoffamenet. And Harry, um, since Ron asked you about um, Phil Sims, I'm going to ask you about somebody else, another draft pick, 1981 draft pick, a guy named Lawrence Taylor. Y you've been there for years, so what did you think when he first showed up? And and you got to look at him. What'd you think? You saw this guy. Well, when he first showed up, you know, actually prior to. The draft. We got word that the Giants were looking at a linebacker, and I'm like, why do we need another linebacker? You know, we're pretty good. I mean, Brad, Brian Kelly, and myself, we're a pretty good group of linebackers, and we thought we probably needed a um, running back more so than than a linebacker. And so when they brought Lawrence in, it didn't take us long to realize what the whole deal was all about, and. Um, 
you know, he's such a master at what he did on the football field uh, that he just uplifted everyone. He made everybody else better on the football field. And you couldn't help but be better because, you know, when you sat on your helmet and you watched, you know, players go through one-on-one drills and you see him going up against a running back or a lineman, it was like a, um, a, a I, I don't want to say a ballerina, but someone uh, scripting things as they, as they went along. It wasn't anything he thought about ahead of time, but he was really just the genius of, you know, develop, de- developing plays or, or the thought of what move is he going to make to beat this block. And, um, you know, he was a, a great player, smarter than most people would give him credit for. They, most people would think that he was just a physical player, but he was more cerebral than most people would truly, truly believe. And he had a, certainly had a passion for the game. And obviously, you know, you look at, uh, you know, some of the stuff that he may have done off the field, but on the field, he was all about business. He was all about winning, and he was all about being the best. Harry Carson, thanks so much for the time. And you know what? Thanks for the help with George Young. Really appreciate it. Okay, you're quite welcome. That was Hall of Fame linebacker Harry Carson, New York Giants. Up next, it's a two-minute drill. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Drew Pearson, the original 88 with the Dallas Cowboys, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com. Hey, this is John Lynch, 49ers general manager, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. 